three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Sober in the States Baseball. Chris, the MLS card guy here. As always, I've got my guy, Emmy Award winner, Trippin' B. How are you? I'm doing good, Chris. Uh, I got World Series fever, man. I, it sucked that we had a rain, uh, rain out. We should be one game further along in this series, but hey, a 1-1 tied up series going into game three. Gotta love it. Yeah, for sure. And I know that Philly has been kind of, I don't know, they've just kind of caught fire. I think they were the last team that I would have suspected to win the world series out of the teams that made the playoffs this year. And I mean, the rain out definitely benefits them quite a bit because they can kind of get that rotation kind of the way they want it. Um, So I think, I think the stars are kind of aligning for Philly to just kind of go ahead and and win this thing. And you know what? That's October. That's baseball. The best team does not win in October. It's, it's the hottest team for sure. And And the the team that gets the breaks, you know, uh, a, a strategic rain delay for sure doesn't hurt and uh, i mentioned it's one one we're recording this actually right before game three goes off in like 30 45 minutes so by the time people are listening to this there actually will be a 2-1 lead for somebody in the series but uh as of now we're we're looking at a a tied up plenty of drama and i can't wait to watch the game tonight do you uh do you have any teams still kind of chugging along here for the world series no it's just my scn just my scn i uh i was able to uh Come to an arrangement with an interested party who was looking to pick up my uh, Jordi Alvarez for the World Series. Oh. So he he went out on loan for the for the final round of uh, of competitions here to a friend of the show, let's say. And uh, but he's already back in the gallery. You can you can go dig on so rare data if you if you really need to know uh, the details on that one. But uh, uh, I do have my SCN team going. I got three guys. I got Wheeler. I got Nola. And I got Real Muto. And I'm actually hanging, if I can check here, I'm actually hanging in like 300th place through through the first two games of the series. I, I doubt that's going to continue, although who knows? I mean, I do have start, two starting You got pitchers, another. So. Yeah, you got two more starts probably at least. Right. So if JT uh, just goes yeah. goes absolutely nuts and, you know, none of the Astros big bats do anything major, who knows? Maybe I could find myself, I could find myself with one more uh, tier one common headed my way yeah. uh, at the end of the season. No, I think I think that's really it. Like everybody's kind of struggling to throw people in lineups. And I know some people will have gone to common all-star and put their better lineup in there. Um, I threw my uh I threw my Bellati into common all-star just all by his lonesome. He's got <laughs> a one man He's got a little five pointer going and he's he's it. rolling in the tier three right now for me. And then I in, in SCN, I... I've got I've got uh, Uriquity, uh, who has not pitched yet. I've got Alvarado, who's got five. Bombs got twenty-one. Harper's got seven, and everybody else That's is a team. is a no game. So, um, yeah, we're we're hanging in. We're we're projected tier one for right now, um, but obviously still very early on in the series. And I, I actually have a rare All Star team. I have six players playing. Nice. Um, I went out and picked out picked up Cindergard for very little. Actually, Ooh, his wow. rare card was less than ten dollars. Yeah, which was yeah. crazy to me. Um, so I picked him up. Hopefully he he gets a start later in the series. We've got Bilotti, we've got Schwarber, we've got Hoskins, Bomb, and then our Sir Anthony Dominguez that we won the uh, the NLDS tickets with. Uh, so the Phillies uh, ruined ruined our day on that day, uh, mm. but they are uh, 
the Sir Anthony Dominguez that won us the tickets is uh, still kicking in the lineup. So I guess I, I guess hate Sir Anthony Dominguez. I gotta admit, I, I don't like that guy. He just got, <laughs> he got too many of my Braves bats out when I when I really needed the Braves yeah. to keep going in the series. You know, it's just the yeah. fact of the matter. Yeah, that was a that was a crushing one. The whole, really, the whole city of Philadelphia right now is just kind of on cloud nine. Like, yeah, Philly is Union is in in the MLS Cup. Uh, the Phillies are in the World Series a little bit unexpectedly, and then the Eagles are undefeated. It's kind of, kind of a a whole clash of things. But you know, things can change quickly. The Phillies might lose the World Series. Philly Union might lose the MLS Cup, and. And uh, obviously being undefeated through eight games doesn't win you anything in the NFL. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it could all go uh, south in nothing, classic Philly yeah. fashion, but I got to admit, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of rooting for, for the union. I, I am kind of rooting for the union. Yeah. I'm definitely rooting for the Phillies. I, I, uh, it's my Astros hate. It stems from my time as a, uh, in Texas and being a Ranger fan, you know, it's nothing personal against Stroh's or Stroh fans, but I always cheer against them. So that's pretty easy, but Philly Union are just a team that I like. I just I just like the way they play. And, hey, I, I don't really like LAFC, so it makes it pretty easy. I mean, yeah, this this isn't the soccer podcast, so we don't have to go too far into <laughs> Philly Union. But, yeah, I mean, um, they, they've built their team pretty incredibly with almost no budget and, you know, just coaching people up, which is always fun to see. And I root for teams like that. As far as the Phillies, I will never be rooting for the Phillies. Like, you won't yeah, catch me can't. dead rooting yeah. for the yeah, Phillies, especially Bryce sure. Harper. Uh, so speaking of Bryce Harper, let's talk about SCN and how kind of incredible this, this competition has been, at least in my view, and we'll get your thoughts here in a second. Um, but really to come out with this purely common competition for no, you know, for, for, I mean, it's not like you, you paid in on the competition or anything. Um, but obviously sponsored by a podcast, they do some different prizes. And with this really tier ones are possible in SCN, and not only possible, but I've actually racked up all three weeks. I've racked up a tier one. Um, now, part of that is, uh, you know, I had a I had a guardian stack that went um, pretty deep into the playoffs. So I got a few of those guys I got some mileage out of. Um, I had Alec Baum, who's had a really nice playoffs. Um, so, I mean, I've had some some decent players, um, but, you know, adding three tier one common cards when in the regular season, it's almost impossible to add a tier one common card is huge. Like, I think that's massive for people that are playing the game this year, as opposed to next year, when that's not available. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's absolutely massive. Like I've added to my gallery, George Springer, Bryce Harper, and Mookie Betts to go along with my Juan Soto that I had from the very beginning. Um, and that is an actual real team that can compete in common week in and week out for the limited, you know, thousand card prizes. Whereas if SCN was not a thing, I would have, you know, a solid team. Like I've done fairly well in common, um, but I've only scratched once, I think, for a, a limited reward out of common. Um, so I, I think SCN has been an unqualified success and a great tournament. What are your thoughts about it? I'm All I can say, Chris, is I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that you've put this much thought into, you know, the greatness of winning good commons. And I am happy to win some nice commons. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. I certainly don't think it's a bad thing. I won, I won a Zach Wheeler in the SCN last week that I was able to turn around and use this week, you know, for this world series to try to win myself another tier one common. And I think that's great, but I'm going to be honest with you. You're not, I can't get excited about the commons. I know, I know how much you love your commons. Oh, you know, I want a Vlad jr. Also (laughs) in these playoffs. It's great. But like, 
to, I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree there on the on the importance and the impact for this. I do hope that Sports Card Nonsense has has gotten a good experience out of this on their end, the SCN group. I hope that they have picked up some extra subscribers to their podcast and hopefully are going to continue to work with so rare in the future. Cause I like these partnerships and these like sponsor tournaments. I think the prizes, I need to see a little bit better prizes for me to, to be only winning commons just really doesn't do it for me. I, and I'm well, not trying to, you had if, the if top it does, three. If it, yeah, that's not a value judgment on, on you or anyone who shares your opinions of the thing. It's just, that's, that's not where I'm going to be on this one. Well, so for the, for the SCN itself, for that competition, you did have the real life prizes for the top three. Now, obviously, 25,000 people entering the top three is very difficult to do, and you have to get incredibly lucky to do it. But you did have some really cool prizes in there. Um, it's just they don't extend very far down. Um, as far as the the commons, I mean, in soccer, like, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of share your, your kind of thing. Like 80,000 people enter that tournament, there's 100 rewards, and even everybody has the best team anyway because everybody wins star commons all the time. Mm-hmm. And baseball is a little different, right? Like even this week in, in common all-star tier twos go all the way down to 125th. Like if you finish 125th in common, you're winning a limited tier two. That's not a nothing card, right? Like you're getting a, a yeah. significant like little boost there um, yeah. by playing. Um, and I agree with like, your I love premise of like use the SCN during the playoffs to win better yeah. high, tier one commons easier so that when you're playing next year, to try to win limiteds in the common division, you're you're a little more advantaged. I get that for sure. It's just, again, it's like, it's like uh, I'm trying to think of the, the analogy here. It doesn't. It just doesn't really. It doesn't get my gears going. You know, it doesn't doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't get, it, get light my fire, if you will, for sure. Is it because you can't pick the common like that you get? No, it's it's strictly a, a matter of the fact. A function of the fact that just the commons to me is just kind of like I know that's some people's only way they play the game, and that's a lot of people's entry right. in the game. So I'm not trying to like I'm not trying. I'm certainly not like a rich guy. I'm not trying to go like bigger, better budget. Like look down my nose at people who play for free. Certainly not. That's a lot of those people are in our audience. Hopefully, and hopefully we provide a valuable service to them. I'm just saying for me, I've got rare cards. I've got some super rares. I've got some limiteds. It just commons. Even though I only have commons going right now, I don't have those guys going in the playoffs. It just comes so far down my list of like things that I really care about or I'm like prioritizing with my time. It's just, just the way it is. Sorry, my fault. Sorry yeah. for being snob. I mean, I no, no, I, I, I can definitely see where you've you've got other you know focuses and attention and everything. Um, and I'd love to see them kind of experiment a little bit with the common cards, right? Like um, they've talked about kind of over the off season having some utility, you know, benefits to your cards, mm-hmm. um, and one of those things being what's in your collection. I'd love to see the players kind of get some choice as to what is in their common collection. Cause I think that makes it more fun, right? For me, like, great. I won Bryce Harper. I hate Bryce Harper. I have one. Soto. I hate one. Soto. like, right. I don't really want these guys. No, granted they could win me rewards. So like, I'm still going to use them, but like, I really wouldn't want Bryce Harper. Like I would trade Bryce Harper in a second for a right. tier two, even for, you know, like a, like a, I mean, an Acuna, I guess at this point is probably lower on the on the tier list a, than yeah, Harper. Maybe, maybe a, a and I would trade that or something like second. That, you know? yeah. yeah, like I would much rather collect, you know, my guys, especially for common. Um, so whether that be somewhere where you know I input what my favorite team is and it kind of skews my rewards that way, or um, I get to literally like go through tier two and just pick, hey, I want this guy. Hey, I want this guy. 
um, each week when I get common rewards. I think that would be a lot more fun from a collectability standpoint to be able to do that. So um, I think I, you, I agree with that. You can really get creative. Yeah, I think I, you can really yeah, get not, creative with comms. I'm not so snobbish that I can do. I would not agree that like a, a, a chance to choose. But between hey, here's three options of a tier one that you can have, you know, right. which one would you like? Because because there, there's no scarcity on these comments. So it's not like they're right. there's really that that I think they should do. It, it'd be a matter of just of coding. And we got to we got to talk to our guy, our guy, David Bytow and see if he can engineer a solution in, in that regard for sure. Yeah, obviously, big thanks to David for coming on last week. That was really informative and we really enjoyed uh, being able to talk to him. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's, that would be really cool to have, you know, something where you can pick like one of the three, um, comments because it gives you a little strategy too, right? Like, right. Yeah. I've got Harper and Soto, like at this point, I'm going to have to start those guys because I don't really have another option, but if I'm picking who I'm going to be getting into my gallery, yeah, do I pick the, you know, Albert Pujols is having a great year, but he's 43 and I'm only going to use him Mm -hmm. for a year versus the young kid that no one's ever heard of that. Hey, maybe he turns into something at some point. Um, it gives you kind of more control over your, over your, over your gallery, which I think is, I still love free to play. Like I love the comment as, yeah, as you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I kind of like, even I do like the free to play. I'm not against it. I certainly participate in it. I just don't prioritize it. Like I said, um, but I like the idea of the commons also giving you more uh, chances to collect. And that's why being able to choose which common you win, I think would be uh a good for for the collecting angle of things in terms yeah. of like I would just always choose Rangers. You know, hey, if I could just get a random common from the Texas Rangers every time until I got like a complete set, that would be awesome. And it reminds yeah. me, speaking of, I don't know, I don't know if this would be controversial or not, but uh we we kind of threw jokingly threw out there to David last week when we talked to him, hey, our boy Bob Orangefly, he has the rowdy tellers unique, limited, rare and super rare. He'd really love to get a common for the full double rainbow. And David was able to make that happen somehow, yeah. some way. Bob's next Shout comment, next comment that he won was was a rowdy. So, and and I don't think it should be controversial. I think when you're giving commons away, and David said he put the offer out on Twitter. He when did. People were like people were like, oh, you can just how come he gets to choose his comment? It's like it's a fun. We're having fun here. Like you don't have to be right. such a fun hater. Like like. And David said anybody that gets a unique, a unique super stack. rare, rare yeah. and limited of any one guy, I will make sure you can get the comment. I think, you know, he opened it up to the, the entire community. So Ma- I, I think I Miguel no got like a Zach Wheeler, right? Really? Okay. That was great. the, that yeah. was the only other like full rainbow stack that yeah. I'm aware of. Cause obviously so, like getting a unique is not exactly accessible to right, most people in, right, in right. the thing. So it's, it's not like this is going to be like a competitive, a competitive advantage for anybody really. Um, right. you're just it's, it, like you said, it's just completely fun and and knowing Bob and knowing how you know fun he or, or how seriously he takes the collecting aspect and how much fun he has with it. I know that a hundred percent made his week, made his month. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I think that kind of cured thing. him of his anger about the uh, right the LCS uh round <laughs> rewards for sure. And like, yeah. a, it should be like. There's nothing wrong in my book of like, hey, buy the unique and get the common for free. You know, that, that that's an easy throw in when when you're investing a ton into the game and spending a lot of money with so rare, you should get a slightly, you know, a, a little bit of privileged treatment that doesn't affect the competitive balance, I think, is more I than think, appropriate. So I think most of the people that play in unique are kind of like you and they don't care about common anyway. I think. Right. I think yeah, I, I might be as high up as it gets and still care about common. I, I feel like it's, I'm kind it's of an strictly anomaly. for the collection aspect, which yeah, yeah, exactly. Which kind of 
should lead us into the next thing we want to talk about, which is the off-season thread. Another thing we talked about with David and got a little bit of follow-up this week. Did you uh, did you see the tweet thread about three or four days yeah. ago uh, about yeah. the off-season plans? What did you think? Yeah, I think I think obviously it's it's a big thing, right? Um, well, I'll just read it out in, in case anybody kind of missed it. Um, we will be experimenting with new ways to use the cards that you hold in your gallery to win rewards over the offseason, including airdrops of cards and other rewards based on the specific cards managers have collected. We're investing in improving how managers view, organize, and share their card galleries. While we look to deliver real value to your cards in the absence of gameplay over the offseason, we'll also be hard at work on uh, on gameplay, rewards, and auction cadence for Season 2, including new competitions and game formats. There's that's that's a long paragraph, right? There's a lot of information in there that that we're that we're kind of given. So let's just well, kind of break it's, things it's down. It says it all and says it says yeah. nothing, you know, on, a, on another. Yeah. Level. So you know. We well, can, true. We but taking taking you know exactly what's in the tweets here, right? Um, we're experimenting with new ways to use your cards, uh, to to use the cards you hold in your gallery to win rewards over the mm -hmm. off season. Um, like so to me, that kind of sounds to me like rewards being like actual NFT minted cards, not necessarily just commons based on what you're already holding in your, in your collection, mm -hmm. um, including airdrops of cards and other rewards based on the specific cards managers have collected. Then that's something that we talked with David about, right? Like making sure there's a collecting aspect to this then kind of leaning a little bit more heavily into it. So it sounds more to at least to me and i could be reading this incorrectly this isn't isn't anything official um but it sounds to me like uh the kind of teams that you collect are going to have a pretty heavy influence on on what you end up getting yeah um the second one there we're investing in how managers view organize and share their card galleries we talked to david about that right um yes. like wanting to be able to show off the full you know limited stack um, of the Braves, um, which by the way, we got to bring up, they they've now started minting more Ozzy Albies limited. So my, uh, my, my second one, uh, went for 0.07 and the third one went for 0.005, I believe. So I just slightly overpaid for that second one, little impatient, but you know, it's, well, you it's to, the you, number. You, you didn't know if there was going to be, I didn't know, you know, we, we didn't know what the, the plans were and, yeah. You know, yeah, it, it kind of it gets us to uh, a, a, an aspect of this whole offseason conversation, which is auctions have slowed way down and, right. and auctions are auction volume and, and uh, cadence, as they put it in that tweet, extremely down here in the offseason. Probably so it's probably lower than I thought it would be, to be honest. And we, yeah. we saw some some complaints. The, it was so funny because I'm sitting here. I see people complaining like, oh, these auctions are coming way too fast. It's killing the value of my cards. It's just a supply dump. You know, like I invest in these cards and then they, I buy one and then they auction off 10 more and all of a sudden I can't resell mine, blah, blah, blah. I'm so mad. You know, Sora needs to slow down the auctions. Like that. I, that's what I hear all the time. Then all of yeah. a sudden, I saw months. a big massive Twitter conversation from someone, I think it was at NobodyMD, if I'm not mistaken, who was like, they need to speed these auctions up. There, there's no way. Like, where are my cards? You know, like I can't believe they're they've they've slowed the auctions down to a crawl. Like, I'm trying to buy cards here in the off season, and they're giving me no options. So, so like, it's legitimately the full entire spectrum of opinions on on how this off season uh, auction cadence is going so far. Where do you fall on the whole thing? I mean, no, it seems like, and look, I, I'm going to be a little critical of our community here. Um, uh -oh. I'm not talking to 
I'm not talking to 100% of our community. I'm not even talking to like 50% of our community. There's probably like 5 to 10% of our community that just doesn't have their head in the right spot. And they're just kind of causing trouble. And it doesn't really, it's not helping anything. And it's it's just, yeah, it's it's been bad. It's been bad. Um, so I think, yeah, it seems like kind of no matter what Sower has done with baseball, Every single turn, it's, well, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. You should do this. You should speed up auctions. You should slow down auctions. You're doing too many auctions. There's not enough auctions. There's not enough auctions for this player. Um, And it's just like, it's just like, it's almost like the boy who cried wolf, right? Like at some point, you're just complaining to complain, you know? Mm-hmm. Like at some point, and I know people were were upset uh, earlier about um, about the NBA drops. And people said, right. you know, Oh, well, I was promised X, Y, and Z for the NBA drop, and I felt like I didn't get X, Y, and Z. You go back and look at the tweet, all it says is there'll be special there'll be a special prize for people who play baseball. Yeah. Doesn't say what it is, doesn't say it's gonna be a super rare, doesn't say it's gonna be a rare, like right. in, and it doesn't in, say in you have to of, play in a paid contest. It, it you know, right. you, you still got the special NBA airdrops if you only played the common SCN contest, which I, yeah. I did in two a couple you, of rounds. Literally had to play, you had to pay nothing, right? Um, so yeah, I, I think that was that kind of rubbed me definitely the wrong way. And then you know, it it comes out, um, they give a tier two and a tier three in basketball, and obviously, it's very new in basketball, they have no real idea about the tiering system, right? So, some people got and, some absolute ballers, and some people got some terrible I mean, people. So, someone did and, get, I think the, the username is Poudini, if I can look it up, I believe he got. Jokic and Doncic in this airdrop, like just absolutely. Insane. Oh my gosh, that's not a tier two and that's a tier not. three. Yeah, that's incredible. I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, Poudini uh, fifty nine. Which uh, you know, can you can can you just add add it up to ten, please, for us here, Poudini? But uh, yeah, in the airdrop got Jokic, Doncic, Tyrese Halliburton, who's a great play. Oh my, and gosh. Harrison Barnes. You know, his worst card that he got was Harrison Barnes. You know, whereas that's wild. So other people were getting like pure bench guys and guys that don't play. So yeah, I got there, I got some, some real I got some real duds on my first two. Um, but realistically, it was only supposed to be two, right? The tweet was they put out if you played yeah, but in, then they, if you it played was supposed once, to be two, but then they sent two more. They they sent exactly exactly, four. and that's yeah. my point. Yeah. They not only did they send to, but then they were like, ah, oh, well, we messed that up, which I mean, fine. Everybody messes up. Everybody makes mistakes. And they sent two more. Yeah. Um, and it's like, ah, oh, I thought it was going to be I thought I was going to get a rare. I thought I was going to get this. Yeah, yeah, I'm not happy with this. And it's like, I mean, what are we doing? Like at some point, like they they don't owe you anything like you don't you don't you haven't. You haven't bought into this game. And now all of a sudden they owe you all of your money back in right. rewards. Like that's not how this works. You're you're buying cards to play a game. Whether if you get something back out, great. But that that should not be your focus. You know, like I I've I've completely loved playing this game and interacting with the community and getting to know people from all over the world over the last two years. Um, and it to me, like the money that I've put into it has been completely worth the entertainment experience that I've gotten out of it. Um, and the connections that I've made with people from all over the world. Sure. That doesn't even include the money that I've won and what my gallery is worth right now. Right. Like, and made my gallery could go to zero, and so would have been the greatest thing that I've done in my life to this point. Wow. Like, like wow. Uh, and I'm I'm not even I'm not even joking. Like the entertainment value that I've gotten, the connections that I've made, 
the fun that I've had over the last two years has been right. Phenomenal. Just doing this. We get to do this show, hanging out with exactly. me, uh, you know, once a week. It's, it's got to be. Well, hanging out with you is a little, you know, yeah. tedious, but uh, <laughs> no, like, I mean, it's, it's incredible, you know, and then you have people come out here and get, you know, for free, completely free, didn't do anything. You were going to play baseball anyway. You didn't, you didn't really do anything special. And, uh, and you're complaining about it and it just rubs me the wrong way. And I am, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too pleased. And like I said, it's not everybody. Obviously most people in our community are, are, are amazing people and, and love to play the game and play the game the right way. Um, but I think at some point, some people need to, to look at themselves and say, why am I complaining about this? You know, like there's gotta be a topic at some point that you just say, I would probably do it a different way, but I don't need to go on Twitter and run my mouth, you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And it, I, I'm not a hundred percent innocent. Like I, I'm not going to say that I've never complained on Twitter about so rare. Like that would be a lot. Also, I'm not saying we shouldn't complain, right? So does dumb stuff. And like when the first airdrop comes out and you go, Oh, I got Deshaun Nixon, Jordan McLaughlin. And this other guy got Jokic. Like, how is this fair? Right. Yeah. Go on Twitter and say, what the heck? What, Especially what because you can win. There's a, I mean, it's no joke. You can win a thousand, the top thousand in the common contest win limited cards. Right. right? So it's, it's like, it's not, it nothing. is a big, if you, if you get an airdropped Jokic and Doncic, you can put both of those into an NBA champion lineup. We don't need to get too deep in NBA, but like the, if you're, if you're not playing it, you should know that like they've made it very hard to put two stars together in the, in right. one of the divisions. And then the other division is called champion division and you can play two stars really well together. So like, and that's the one where you can win limited. So like, that's a huge advantage to get airdropped, like two of the biggest like cheat code cards in the common right. division that are going to help you win limiteds for sure. Right. And and again, when other I'm guys are saying, getting when I got, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not, I'm again, I'm not here to complain, but if I look at my airdrop cards, I got Toby Harris, Jock Landale, who's a, 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 the bench, Gordon Hayward, who's okay, but always hurt. And Onyeka Okongwu, who, you know, barely plays for the Hawks. So it's like, it, yeah, it, it was not a good system, but. And you can really go, you, and I have no problem with going on and saying, what is this? Like, why? Why did I get this player when this person got this player? Because it doesn't make any sense. Like, and so we're, you know, immediately, almost immediately at least, had airdropped two more. And like the two that they airdropped second seemed to be at least relatively fair. It seemed to be like a tier two, tier three, like they said they were going to do. Um, so I'm not saying like, don't complain. I'm saying you, you have to pick your battles. You know, if you complain about every last thing that Sora does, when there's actually something legitimate that they do wrong that they should know about, they're not going to take you seriously because you complain about everything. Yeah. So it's you're, like, you're you know on. what I mean? It's it's boy that cried wolf uh, I, all over the place here. And I I love when people bring up when people compare something to being the boy who cried wolf. So I, that's one of my favorite analogies to make. So I'm glad you made it for sure. I will attempt to do that in every episode. It's the damn boy Ronnie. who cried we'll wolf. Well, we see it over and over again. You know, I, I love see it all the time. Yeah, see it all the time out here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think uh, I think rant over there. Uh, and again, like I said, most of the community were cool, but there's just a, a few, a select few out there that shall. Uh, that uh, shall not be named that uh, have gotten under my skin quite a bit over the last few weeks. Hey, 
you had to uh you had to let them know you know so we were when we were talking about the planning for this episode i said what kind, what are we going to talk about you're like it might be time to i might have to yell at the community and that's i might have, have to did. unload a little bit you know yeah stuff to go off um so let's let's get back to the baseball a little bit here because that's why we're all here right first mm-hmm. two games of the world series i mean absolute classics right like especially game one Phillies down five come back from from completely being dead and buried. I have no idea how they got back in that game and win kind of a a very crucial game on the road. Um, Does it kind of just seem to you like this is this is set up to be just Phillies World Series? And like it seems like the whole month of October, they've done this kind of stuff, right? Even going back to the first game they played, they were down a few runs to the Cardinals and scored five in the ninth inning. They otherwise they would have been in game three against the Cardinals. They for sure feel like a team of destiny. Uh, if you, uh, I want to go back to if I can find it. Didn't they? If I'm, if I remember right, didn't they beat the Astros in the last week of the regular season just to get into the playoffs? And now they're, uh, and then they're playing them. Um, Let's look. Or they just to like they, they won a game just to get into the playoffs. The okay, well yeah. maybe it was the, uh, maybe it was the uh, previous round. Excuse me. Then for, they for ended. Week. They ended um, a game above. The game above Milwaukee, yeah, game above Milwaukee. I think what happened that there was a there was a late series that they had where they won to to sneak into the playoffs, and it was uh, the team that could have uh, eliminated from the playoffs ended up like beating that like getting eliminated by them later. I, I I'm clearly half remembering something, so I apologize for being off on my details there. But I just it goes to speak of their they did, team of destiny. They did play the Astros at the end of the season, uh, but they lost two out of three. So. They didn't. They didn't really even sneak in on their own accord. Like, I mean, they lost two out of three to the Astros going into the Cardinals series. Yeah, just and they've they've been winning nonstop since then. So, yeah, you realize they have not been down at all the entire playoffs. They've not been behind in the series at all. They've won all four game ones. They've lost two of the four game twos, but then they've won all of the game threes. And then That's all the game fours and all the game fives. Can they do it again tonight? I I, I don't know. I, I what I'm really excited to see is because I mentioned or about how my my SCN team is like still hanging in the top ten percent for a tier one common even with only three guys. I don't expect that to continue because more s more starting pitchers that haven't gone yet will will yeah. start to get in the the, the scoring mix. That's kind of how it's going to go. But uh, I do think that. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see like who emerges on the leaderboards of all the people that we know. I I'm, I'm imagining that a lot of the top, you know, the friends of the show that we've talked to and have been guests and things like that are going to like continue to shine here and, and other names, even people who haven't been on the show, I'm thinking of, you know, like Greg and we, we should get him on by the way, to be honest. And uh, I I'm just excited to see like who's Philly stacks or, or versus Astro stacks are going to win. Those dynamics kind of are, are very intriguing to me. I want to see if the lineup that wins the the podium positions in some of these so rare competitions, if they're heavily slanted, like just towards one team, like is it all Phillies, all Astros yeah. or is it a mix or if they have like, both some hitters of both? Yeah. that That's going to be something I'm watching closely as I, as I look at these leaderboards and yeah, it's I only think- eight, 87 people competing in super rare, 14 comp- people competing in the unique all-star. So it, it should be interesting to track that. That's going to be one of the most fun things for me to talk about. Our boy, just Mike it holding strong, very early in, in the, in the tournament, obviously, but Miguel's hanging in fourth place in the unique. Bob has first place in super rare right now I, by I quite like a that. few points. 
37 points lead too. Um, the uh, the we're just going through. Crew There's repping strong with uh, Wen Moons. You know, Mister uh, AJ. So we, in we talk about in first place. We talk about how many how many lineups are entered versus how many are really viable. Mm-hmm. Um, in super rare, there's 23 lineups that have at least 62 points right now. Then there's a huge gap, and 24 has only 40 points. Okay, and it just goes down from there. So realistically, it doesn't look like there's like really 80 people that are competing for super rare prizes. It looks like about 30. So yeah, for 10 well, prizes, maybe that's some not people bad. down at the bottom have have only a few have like their starting pitchers yet to go. The funniest thing yeah. to me is is looking at Pavel Trader, Pavel Trader. As much as he like is just a trader and doesn't really compete necessarily in the in the leaderboards quite a, that often, he's he's hanging in there. He's he's in 38th place in Super Rare Division right now. So who knows? Interesting. There's also I didn't even know he was playing baseball. There's also 10 people in this uh, that I can find. Well, actually, way more. If you go from uh, from 49th place down, is all people with no points on on the on the leaderboard. So 87 entries. But almost half of them have zero points through two games. So you wonder if they're even going to end up with any points. Right. And I think that's a lot of people because, like, the normal super rare competitions in the regular season, we're only getting like 110. Um, so it, I highly doubt there's 89 Phillies and Asher yeah. stacks out there. I'd love to see um, some numbers on just like how participation went through through this, this soft launch, second half of this first season. And 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 see if where then compare that to where things start off next year. How much, you, you know, there's a lot of people in the MLB in the still rare MLB community who are like, man, we're just the forgotten ones. You know, we launched and and we had all these yeah. problems with our launch and like features that weren't there. And now NBA is just like launching with everything and all the NBA is on the so rare app already. And, you know, da, 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 da. We, they're just kind of, you know, like we feel like the, the stepchild, if you will. And like, uh, I think David did sort of a good job of explaining on the on the podcast why why that was like, and yeah. for by nature of the, of just being launched first, MLB was always going to be a little bit of a rougher launch, and things are smoothed out. What I'm hoping is that the the NBA winter smooths things even more out, especially in yeah. terms of like how to have different types of competitions, how to make those uh, those gallery show off things that David mentioned and the, the tweet that I'd mentioned in terms of like ways to share and showcase your guys and make them look cool, a lot cooler than the current squad pages. So I, I'm hoping MLB benefits in year two by getting some really cool stuff that, that might be brand new and maybe, maybe some kinks on the NBA side start to get worked out in the benefit of MLB. People just need to be patient. Yeah. That's what I mean. When you're, when you're a $4 billion company, you're not worried about like the next two weeks, right? Like you're you're worried about the next twenty years, mm-hmm. um, so trying to figure out all of this stuff and, and make it work is great, uh, but I don't think they're really worried about you know only ten people are buying X card on on this day whatever. I think it's a lot more of like get the product worked out, get get all the kinks worked out, then we'll market it, then we'll get a user base on here, and I think that's really the right way to go about doing that. Um, and as far as like, I, I heard a lot of like, oh, well, NBA's on the app and baseball was never put on the app. We talked to David and he said that this is literally built on a different platform than football is. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a whole different thing. It's not just like copying over code like we kind of thought it was. So it makes sense for them if they're rolling out the NBA and the NBA has a full season and the MLB is ending, right? MLB has a week left max. Um, it makes sense for them to put the NBA on the app because if they put MLB on the app, even if it was like two weeks ago, 
you can only use it for like two weeks. So that doesn't make any sense. Put your time and effort into what you're going to do next. Exactly. Um, and even if uh, NBA ends up being a bigger, you know, game and, and a more popular game, I think you're still going to see some crossover between features in the NBA that come over to MLB and vice versa. So I think they're, they're just kind of learning overall how these new American sports are going to, are going to play. Um, and I think, yeah, baseball is only going to benefit in the end from it. Um, and if you're, so there's realistically, there's two ways to look at the price, right? Either, oh my gosh, the sky is falling and my cards aren't worth anything or, oh my gosh, these cards are so cheap and I'm going to pick them up and eventually they're going to be worth something, right? It's all about perspective. It's all about how you look at things and, uh, and what you choose to do, right? They could have, you know, taken a look. I know we reference a lot of times the start of Sora soccer, um some of the deals that some of those guys got you're like oh my god i would have paid that in a heartbeat mm-hmm. for that player mm-hmm. those deals are on here right now like 50 bucks pick them up, guys manuel neuer yeah stuff like that yeah sure. like i i could not believe i got a noah Syndergaard who was pitching in the world series although he's not like he's not guaranteed to get a start but he probably starts a game in here somewhere at least pitches out of the bullpen like he's a usable card in the World Series when there are not very many usable cards, and I got him for under ten bucks for a rare. Like that, that blew my mind. I I just assumed that um, all the Phillies and Astros would be astronomically high for prices, um, but turns out they were not. So shows what I know. Yeah, I uh, couldn't couldn't agree more. That's uh, every. Uh, Everything you're saying makes sense to me. I, I I can't wait for next year. I I expect to start next year in still a uh, accumulation mode. You've heard me say it a couple of times this year of like this is this is accumulation mode to me. Uh, just get as many baseball cards as you can and, and see where it goes from there. Don't don't really. Yeah. There's some people who've been active traders in baseball. And that's fine. It, for me, I I want to just see where it goes. So I think I want to buy, get as many cards as I can, hold them, don't sell too much. And maybe a year from now, I think that patience will really pay off. I think the only time I've really sold is when a guy had like the one week jerks in profile had like a 60 and his price like tripled. And I was like, hey, jerks and profile is not really worth this. So I sold him and then immediately went and bought something else like long, you know, overall, I'm I'm not really selling MLB. I'm just selling a short term specific player Mm -hmm. um, so that I can go buy another player. And I haven't even really done that too much because there just hasn't been, hasn't been a ton of movement uh, that I've just really, really, really wanted to capitalize on. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm kind of with you. I have 164 baseball cards. Yeah. Like that's a lot. 20. Well, actually, no, Keep that's going. my overall calorie. Why stop now? Um, yeah. Well, first I, I need more money to, to start again, to continue on. Um, but yeah, I've got what 12 super rares, which is more than I have in soccer in in baseball so uh yeah 12 so i mean yeah i'm i'm kind of kind of on board with what you're saying like just kind of accumulate and especially with the way that baseball is a lot of people who came over from soccer might think well this guy only puts up an average of six points a game at this point he's not really a superstar but you never know right in in soccer it's like a guy is kind of who he is and like guys can break out and get better but like you generally know how good a player is. Whereas in baseball all the time, you see guys come, come out of nowhere, like guys that were not top prospects, make, make the major leagues and are solid players, guys that are, 
you know, number one overall prospects go bust all the time. Guys that are, I think Aaron judge was like 89th the year that he graduated in the top 100. Um, you never know, like just get as many of them as humanly possible. Yeah. One of them is going to work out, you know, get rookies, see what happens for sure. Rookies, young guys, anything. And even like older players, like, Guys can just have random great years. Like I remember a couple of years ago, Nick Markakis had an unbelievable year for the Braves. Um, I think it was the year we lost to the Dodgers in the NLCS. Um, Nick Markakis had like 300 and had like 20 bombs. And it was like, this dude's not not this good. Like, right, where is this right. coming from? Right. You exactly. know, he yep. was like 36. I was like, what the heck? Yep. Um, See, so you, you do not. You do not know. You never know. Um so yeah, that that's uh that's my viewpoint on uh <clears throat> on collecting uh as many people as possible. And I think if you look at my gallery, it's very, you know, <clears throat> diversified. Not right. a lot of just stacks from one team. It's just everything all over the place. So once once again, I love everything you just said there. I think I think it's all yeah. all good things and with that, I, I we'll, we'll see where we go, you know. Hopefully the con- conversation continues. I want to see where I'm looking forward to seeing where these World Series slates go and who wins. And we should try to maybe see, depending on who it is, if we can get in talk with them, maybe bring bring one of the winners, bring a podium finisher from Super Rare or Unique onto the show next week and 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 see how they felt about playing that deep into the season. It's a good idea, I think. Yeah, pick their brain a little bit, see what yeah. see what happened. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. If anyone's interested in doing that, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at Silver States Pod, our DMs are always open. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I don't, I don't think it's going to be particularly long episode today. Um, just a few little points here to be made as the season is, is kind of wrapping up. Um, and I think going forward, there probably won't be full hours unless we have, you know, something drastic to talk about um, as, as the off season kind of slows down we'll still be, you know, kind of uh, reacting to everything. Um, but it may not be like a full, you know, in-season podcast uh, for the entirety of the off-season. We'll we'll kind of play things by year, and if we have stuff, we'll definitely come on. And if we if we don't, then we will not bore you with our lovely voices for any longer than we have to. 